0: This episode of Says Who, you're not going to believe this, but it's brought to you by you. What? By you. I know. I know. You, through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where pretty much every Sunday. You get this all over again, just a half an hour and uh, more off the cuff, if you can believe it, because if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, you, you, you get access to a little thing we call the Town Watch. That $10 a month level also puts you in as a member of the Says Who sticker club. And you get a sticker in the mail every month that I design and get printed and pack and mail wow. all me just for you. <clears throat> Patreon.com slash says who you okay, Dan? Yeah, I'm good. Great. Dan,
1: big news. Hmm.
0: Big news. Yeah, nine
1: liars paperback
0: Ooh, a, box I like of a paperback. Which...
1: Just arrived at my house. Yeah, comes out on December nineteenth. That is just in time for the holidays. So if you want to give someone a gift, it is you can read that as a standalone. You can give it to anybody. Stick that shit in a stocking. So yeah, the new brand new paperback, December nineteenth. That's soon. Yeah,
0: that's I just f- a- I
1: forgot about it because I was so busy working on the new book that I kind of forgot
0: the sure. paperback was coming that's out. It's dead to you. It's over. That's old news.
1: No way, man. I love that. Fuck that shit. Steve. Dan. No? No.
0: Oh, okay. I got so much to do, Dan, but we'll get to it. Well, if you would like to order the paperback uh, from the internet, but you would like to not perhaps buy it from that one place, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org. That's our own little bookshop where we sell books. It's true. True. You can go there. And if you're going places on the internet to buy things, you can always go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where we have lots of Says Who merchandise. And you can also go to shop.dansinker.com where I sell two patches. Two patches, Dan. That's what they call me. Two patch sinker. Danny two patch. Danny two patch. I'm going to call you that now, Danny two patch. That's fine. Yay. That's fine. Shop.dansinker.com. Jingle 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 all the way Hey Maureen are you jingling? Um it's like hey Sounds like you could be a little more
1: jingle bells
0: festive with your jingling jingle to be bells. honest
1: I'm all the way you need sound
0: I don't mean to critique your Jolliness, Maureen. What? What did you do? It sounds like it could be coming a little more from the diaphragm than it is. (gasps) Oh. Jingle bells. Okay. Maybe maybe that was the wrong advice. I'm trying my best. You don't sound particularly festive. I'm always festive, If we're being honest. We're always honest, Dan. It's true. It's all going to be fine. Is it? Jingle bells.
1: Welcome. Hmm. This is the podcast that isn't Jingle Bells. It's a a coping Jingle Bells.
0: Yes, and I'm Dan Sinker. I'm Maureen Johnson. Hello, Maureen Johnson. Hello. You are. You're in the chute for heading out of the country.
1: Oh, yeah, I am, Dan. I am.
0: That's exciting.
1: Dan, I'm excited for you. Get my new tooth installed tonight.
0: Ooh, it's gonna be nice upgrade. Yeah,
1: um, but I, I had a
0: little—I um, had a little uh, diversion last night. Oh, really? To the emergency room. Oh, hey, hang on just a second. Hang on. Hang
1: yep. On. Get just the checklist. I
0: just gotta get this out. Hold on. All right, yeah. and well, here we are. Okay, and Maureen goes he's to actually, the emergency room. Check.
1: He's actually got. He took out a pen and some paper, Done. and he is doing something.
0: Yep. Checked it oh, off. Checked great. it off the old list. Maureen. Maureen heads fine. to the emergency room.
1: Okay, here's what happened. I am. Yeah. At, I'm totally fine. It's genuine. Mm-hmm. It, it, okay, we'll get there. So, when I did, I did an event with Cassie Claire the other night, and I wore okay. a pair of tight shoes.
0: Okay. All
1: my shoes are tight, Dan, because all my shoes hate me.
0: And we a have, pair of tights. We have previously discussed your foray into the world of shoe stretching oil.
1: Oh, Dan, you don't go anywhere without my shoe stretching oil.
0: Okay. My bins
1: and my shoe stretching oil, Dan. Never let me down once. Um, <laughs> But I just rubbed, like it just rubbed a little sore on the side. You know, I mean like a blister and it. Yeah. But it, it kind of got sore and it started to bleed. And then it it bled a lot. <sighs> and I kept kind of like, I just, it was just hard to keep bandage. So I just, it was just mm-hmm. a little scratch. Okay. No problem. But no. Last night I was in the tub and I was like, I'm going to take a bath. It'll be nice because finally we've got the hot water situation. Oh, finally. Good. And I looked down at my foot. I was like, there is a little red line going from that boo-boo it's just coming out of the boo-boo and moving towards a vein. Okay. And that's not good. Okay. That's. Do you know that's, that that's a bad thing? I if guess. A, it is, well, it is, Dan. If you okay. see a red line coming out of a, any kind of sore or bite or something, uh-huh. that is a potential sign of septic- of like a blood infection.
0: O- okay.
1: It's really serious. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. So I took a picture, sent it over to nurse mom. I'm like, tell me I can just draw. What you can do is you can draw a line under it. Mm -hmm. And then if it keeps growing, you'll like see that the line is extending. Okay. So a lot of times they trace it or turn a line under it. I'm like, and I just sent a picture. I'm like, tell me I can put a line under this and ignore it for tonight. Yeah. And she called back. She's like, you can't ignore it. You got to go to the doctor tonight. Of course you do. You just get antibiotics for it if you have it. Sure. The thing is, if you catch it, like you just get antibiotics and you're fine. But if you don't treat it, like if people just let that go and the infection really gets in you, it kills you like fifty percent of the time or something oh, like it's okay, so like it's a thing, but you just go and you get antibiotics and so I was like, looking up the urgent cares, all the urgent cares are closed because it's five p m on Saturday on okay. Sunday, and they just kind of close.
0: Nobody's very needs urgent care on a Sunday. everyone knows that
1: so i I was like, well, all the urgent cares are closed, and yeah. she's like, you need to go to the emergency room okay. I was like, do I really?" And she's like, yeah based on the picture I'm looking at, you need to go to the
0: emergency room. They
1: need to get you the antibiotics tonight. Um, they may even give you an IV antibiotic, but I doubt it. She's like, it'll probably be oral antibiotics.
0: Okay. I'm like, all
1: right, get my bag together. I just pack my bag. I go to Oscar.
0: Yeah, I gotta go over.
1: So, you know, just.
0: And Oscar was like, hang on a second and grabbed his checklist. Checked it off. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I just grabbed my bag of stuff. Hop in a cat. I had to get a lift. She's like, "Don't walk on it." I get over okay. there, so I'm in the bed. They put me in a yeah. you know bed. That is it's a huge hospital. Okay. So there's like 200 beds or something in the yeah. emergency department. It's huge, and you're you're all on gurneys for various reasons, and you get to see what's going on with everybody. Yeah. You get to see how amazing everybody is that works in an emergency room and everything they have to put up with and all yeah. the things that they see. And here's me with everything on my foot. Right. And I, I'm not sick. Right. But but under the lights of the emergency room. Uh-huh. You can't see it. Okay. It kind of bleaches out cuz they're kind of greenish. Yeah. But what's clearly a red line at home, like it's super visible. Okay. Is invisible in the emergency room. All right. So I'm like it looks like I've come here because I'm coin- trying to convince them there's an imaginary line on my foot. Yeah. So they come over and I'm like, I swear it was there. Here's the photo. Yeah. Taking it home. And they're like, well, based on this photo, because I, I was like, the nurse practitioner said to come here. And they're like, well, I can see why based on this photo. Because mm-hmm. that clearly you can see the line. But we can't see it here. Yeah. So I they started giving me treatment options for this little tiny boo-boo. My, I was like, they're like, Put, and I was like, that's not what I came for. You know that, right? Like, you know that I didn't come because. I have a tiny boo-boo on my toe. Yeah. You know that's not why I came, right? Like, it's the line. It's the invisible line I'm here for. Yeah. So then good. I'm like, now I'm Perfect. a crazy person. Yeah. And they're like, well, no, you're not crazy because we can see it in the photo. Yeah. But since we can't see it here, we're not going to give you anything, but watch it. And if it, you see it, and if it's still growing, come back. Okay. So I'm like, all right. So I call her This was, the way up
0: This was when now? Last night. Oh, okay. This was the last night.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I came home. She's really like, that's she was unsatisfied with that answer. She is she, your mom. Yes. But she okay. is a very experienced medical professional. Yeah. She is a nurse practitioner. She's like yeah. she's like, that photo clearly shows. She's like, why didn't they use an exam light or whatever? Like, there's this light that you can use, and she's yeah. like, You can't see anything under the fluorescence. We always use an exam light. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. So I went to the emergency room for an invisible line on my foot.
0: Okay. And what is the current status of the line on your foot? Oh, no.
1: I have, it has a blue marker, Mark. So it's there, but it's very light. Okay. And it has grown, but it's very, very pale. So it's hard to see. Okay. So I don't know. The thing is, like, either I'm going to get a blood infection or I'm not.
0: I I have a question because I feel like this story is vaguely... I feel like, I've, like you have had a similar thing before.
1: Oscar had one.
0: Okay. That's
1: Oscar. It. Yeah, Oscar got bitten by some insect when he was at E3 once, and it turned into this big red thing, and then a very bright red line started snaking out of it. Okay. If you see a bright red line snaking out of a wound, yeah, go to the doctor immediately. That's really serious. I was like, you need to go to the doctor now. He's like, oh, I can go. I was like, now. And he did, and they gave him antibiotics that he had to take four times a day. Okay. Because um, it'll kill you if, if you, you know, it's very dangerous. Yeah. So he definitely had it. Okay. Um, I potentially have it, but it's very, like, it's it, they're like, maybe?
0: Yeah. All right.
1: But they just give you, if you have it, they give you antibiotics.
0: Right. Basically. But just they the don't thing think you, you have it.
1: They're not just sure. just a
0: line. Then that now has a marker next to it.
1: I maybe have it, and I have to watch it. Okay, but then I they'll give me antibiotics, and I'm fine. All right. Well, that's
0: great. How's Dexy?
1: Dan, do you know how embarrassing it is to sit in the emergency room trying to convince someone you ha- saw a line on your foot, and they they'll tell they're telling you that they also see it in the photo. Right. They're like, yeah, it's clearly here. Yeah. How
0: long was this line on your foot? A couple inches. Okay.
1: And it also bent to and moved towards the vessel. Like it was no there's no mistaking it. Yeah. So uh yeah, it, it was clearly like that's like an infection line. So anyway, right. Dan, it was a week I just sat there like this, like just being embarrassed for being alive. It was it's just right. embarrassed. No, it's it not. It's good. Better safe than sorry. Well, who knows? I'll go to urgent care if it continues.
0: <laughs> well, all I know is on my checklist, the last thing between you and heading to the UK is going to be a vet visit for Dexie. So please just don't say that, please. on how, how Dexie's doing. Please don't say that. I mean, that's just on the list.
1: Well, she does. I was very nervous about boarding her yeah. because of this illness going around. This, this yeah. canine illness. Yeah, yeah. However, uh, is she's it in being, New York?
0: I thought it was only in a few places.
1: It hasn't shown up yet, but it will. But she gets boarded in Pennsylvania okay. at, at a a, um, a boarding facility run by a veterinarian at a veterinary hospital. Oh,
0: that's awesome.
1: So it's literally owned by a veterinarian. Okay. And all the dogs are kept completely separate. They have like an indoor-outdoor
0: space. So in some ways, through the loophole, I'm going to be able to check this off either way because that's going to the vet
1: she will be she boards at the vet she got indoor, outer right. space lots of ventilation they never come in contact with each other and these crazy ex-marines that run this place bleach it like 25 times a day they're super <laughs> strict they're Great. so i've never gone like they're so strict we got a special dispensation for her to have her own bed
0: what would she they, have had before
1: just the kind of uh, bed they have there, which oh, is just to kind of stand got up. It. Yeah. But she really needs her little anti-anxiety fuzzy bed. And so okay. they gave like a special dispensation. Well, there you, you go. You also have to send them with a hat. Hmm? They make you send them with a baseball cap that has your okay. smell on it. Okay. Not any, not any other item of clothing.
0: Yeah. Just
1: a baseball cap. Okay. Because they're like, they eat everything else. They'll eat, you know, the shirt. I'm like, she won't. She definitely won't. She just likes, she just, she does like my clothes. Are you having
0: to walk around your house with a baseball hat on ahead of this? Yeah. Okay. Although we didn't send her with, like,
1: the last time. She actually just chewed the baseball. That's the only thing she wants to chew is the baseball cap.
0: No, I thought you said the baseball. And I was like, wow, you went full time. You were like, Mm -hmm. well, if I'm wearing a baseball hat, damn it. I'm carrying I'm wearing, a baseball.
1: I'm wearing an old-timey baseball uniform with the yeah. kind of
0: like... The little like jowpers. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The little what was it? Jowpers, right? Not jowpers? Not the pants. How do you pronounce it? I don't know.
1: I think it's jodfers you're thinking of. I don't know. But
0: uh, jowpers. I've always thought it's jowpers. Well, look at We're going to look at this... Tight-fitting trousers, to the ankle, but they don't, what, Wikipedia doesn't give me a pronunciation key on this shit?
1: They're But those
0: baseball ones are more like bloomers. You know what I mean? They're kind of yeah, puffy. I don't know. There's probably an official name I, for a baseball pant.
1: I think Jodfers are more like, they kind of puff out, but then they get real tight around, uh, again. Right. They're
0: like what a jockey or, wears.
1: And sometimes I think they're tight.
0: It, completely. It appears I've that seen, they're just called baseball pants.
1: I've seen them both ways. I've heard it both ways. Okay. A little shout
0: out, psych people. Well, I like your uh, little baseball outfit that you're wearing.
1: It was embarrassing, Dan. But hopefully, you know.
0: I think I, I'm I'm willing to wager that your foot's going to be okay. And that you're not going to die. But yeah, it's But maybe consider some less tight-fitting shoes.
1: All shoes are bad on me, Dan. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I finally, I did go to the store the other day after a meeting. I was next to an actual big store, and I went in and yeah. I tried on a bunch of shoes. Okay. To get, I was like, "That's it. I'm trying on every goddamn shoe in here." Yeah. I came this close to buying a pair of UGGs.
0: Okay, that sounds I comfy. Di- I danced on the precipice. That's it. That seems fine as long as it uh, doesn't create uh, death feet. I do have death feet. Yeah.
1: You're in a a deathfoot
0: situation right now. In the
1: sense that my feet do look like the feet of a dead person. They tend to (laughs) turn blue a lot. Oh, good, perfect. Like kind of a grayish color.
0: Maybe that's why the red line was so surprising to you. There was yeah, I was like, oh, color, dead foot.
1: I was upset to see that there was any blood in there. Yeah,
0: like what? What?
1: Oh, I have terrible feet, Dan. I have said for a long time that I have the feet of some kind of creature that has to dig a hole to lay its eggs in. Like I just have very <laughs> wide. Just, just, just if I could get rid of them, I would. Couldn't you like wear Dr. Martin's? Those are nice. and I have, wide. I have doc Martins. I, I also got a pair of Chelsea boots the other day. Okay. So just shoes. Don't agree with my feet in general. Uh, why no. do we have to wear them? Why do we even have to have feet?
0: You should start wearing just flip flops all the time. Oh, flip flop, Maureen. Flip. No one wants to
1: see that business, Dan. I tell you, the best compliment I ever got, ever, yeah, was when I went on that that creepo site. The the feet, like foot, the foot site, foot raiders. Yeah, like those creeps that look at all yeah. the feet. Yeah, and, uh, and my feet were on there.
0: Yeah, good job. They did have
1: those creeps. Did have a picture of my nice. feet, and uh, I got three stars. And a guy said. Because it was a guy, I'm sure of it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that he seems said, safe. Okay, feet. There you go. And I was like, "Hot damn!" Well, I think I you mean, owe I think you owe your feet an apology now because uh, you have been maligning them for quite a while, and you have independent expert, independent yeah. uh, 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 reinforcement that they are not awful death feet.
1: If the foot pervs think I have okay feet, right. then I probably have.
0: I think I, those people know feet more than you do. Oh, I know that they do. Those foot pervs have looked at a lot more feet than you. Man, foot pervs really like some feet. And you've got okay ones. I have no shame
1: again. There's no if you're a, if you're a foot perv, live long, prosper, have a wonderful day. Yeah. It's just one I, I'm like because I've always had such a battle with my feet. I'm mm-hmm. always like feet, huh?
0: I just feel like you should you should listen to foot pervs a little more. Have a little pride. Have a well, little foot pride, Maureen. Okay. I feel like I should have this, a little shirt made
1: up that says, okay feet.
0: <laughs> Maybe this was your foot's way of asserting itself into your life a little more a little more aggressively. <sighs> okay, Maureen. Treat me better.
1: I do treat them well. It's my mother calling. I have to hang up. She wants to know how my foot is.
0: <laughs> me too. My. You'll. You'll be sorry if I if I have blood poison. <laughs> I mean, I yes uh, let the record state if you end up dying from blood poisoning from your foot line. Uh, yeah, I'm going to feel I'm gonna feel like a real, sesuvia. real herb, aren't I?
1: Sesuvia. I know a lot of you out there know the red line coming out of the so, out of a out of an injury like that. You guys know that's a bad thing. <laughs> Medical says is going to come for you. I have to look I have to text her and say i'm on something.
0: oh my goodness wait you're telling her you're on something but you're not I'm, on I'm, text- something.
1: I'm texting her and saying i'm in a recording
0: oh got it there
1: we go i have to text my mob
0: it's important
1: yeah well she- look she's look dan yeah she's like my at-home medical professional she's I, my urgent yeah, care clearly very handy
0: yeah Very. Last night definitely seemed like a handy thing to have on on call.
1: Are you making fun of my mother?
0: I'm just saying.
1: She saved a woman's life the other day. How long were you at the hospital for? Three hours. Dan, my mom (laughs) literally saved a woman's life the other day. Okay. A woman fell and hit her head. Okay. And at church, they were like, hey, can you come over and have a look at her? And she looked at her and said, you you need to go to the emergency room right now. Yeah. Because she wasn't going to go. And she went and they took one look at her and then they airlifted her by helicopter downtown because she had a massive intracranial bleed bleed, and um, uh, her life was saved by the emergency uh, helicopter ride. Yeah.
0: That's wild.
1: She does this stuff on the regular.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go.
1: She doesn't even think twice about it. (laughs) She is very good at what she does. I will not have her maligned. (laughs) That's good. I'm glad. You're maligning my mother. I'm not. Um, You don't want... Don't don't do it, Dan! Danger zone! I see you have your puffy collar on again today. It's just a hood. I know, but it looks like you're wearing one of those airplane It's
0: just the funny way the light hits in this room, I think.
1: Guys, he, he records
0: wearing an airplane pillow around his neck. I just like to doze off every now and then. Who doesn't? I... Just did that. I slept funny last night and I have just like pain right there now. If I tr- crank my neck, it hurts. Don't Not call. Great. Well, Dan,
1: I think what we can say without a doubt is that 2024 is going to be soothing on all of our muscles. Mm-hmm.
0: That yeah. sounds right.
1: We're going into it, Dan. Don't you feel now that we're on like the roller coaster t-
0: part like it's going oh yeah i mean we're sort of on the like we're on the we're on the real hill now right like we've already been on a little roller coaster that it's like oh right. well, that was thrilling enough and now yeah. we're suddenly like you spin around like the uh expedition everest ride it at, at uh, disney's animal kingdom you do this little like we kind of ridey bit for a bit you don't see the big hill until suddenly you're heading up the big hill Right. and then you're just going up for a long time and you realize like, oh, this is a little more than maybe I signed up for originally.
1: That sounds upsetting.
0: It's really great. That ride is super good. Ugh, but the big just... hill is big.
1: Oh, I don't like drops.
0: No, uh, this one is a this one is a big drop and you drop backwards.
1: Uh, uh, backwards is, all, is maybe better.
0: Well, and then you go forwards, too.
1: The backwards seems to make more sense to me. For some reason, it's very like, ah,
0: you know, like you're jumping
1: into a big bed. (laughs) Whereas when you're facing down, you're going, you're really looking at it. Yeah. You really get a good look at what's going on. Whereas when you're backwards, you're just looking at the sky. And who doesn't, who doesn't like looking at the sky?
0: Everyone likes looking at the sky. 2024. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. We are uh we are just like a month and a week away now from the Iowa caucus. It's all happening. It's all coming up.
1: Well, Dan, uh we're like we said, next year we're gonna be doing some little prompts and things to help you you know, just something to think about each week. Yeah. Kind of get us through. Ways of relaxing together, ways of uh, channeling feelings. I like it. It's going to be a lot of channeling. Channeling. Yeah. Okay.
0: What about like channeling?
1: We can channel. All right.
0: I like the channel.
1: Are you kind of vibrating a little bit? Yeah, I'm bouncing.
0: I'm sitting. I I don't normally sit, but now my legs are bouncing.
1: Uh, You guys, I was watching him, and it just looked like he was kind of doing a little twitchy dance. The thing
0: is, is I've been been kind of draggy all morning, and uh, so I drank some tea right before this. And I think it just hit. Wow, rock and roll. I know. I got crazy, Maureen. I had some tea. (laughs) You know what
1: you need is one of those cans of Celsius, like I drank on Deadline.
0: What I need is one of those Panera lemonades. Do not drink the Panera lemonade. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm traveling tomorrow, and uh, almost certainly we will end up at a Panera at some point over the next couple of days for this they, work.
1: They keep that Panera behind the counter. They now. do.
0: That's that's behind the counter now. Yeah, I wouldn't they drink do, that. They don't well, we'll just give it to you. It seems insane that they are still continuing to serve it.
1: Yes, now that there are two reported deaths that stem yeah. from it.
0: Yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, Panera Bread serves a, a lemonade that has somewhere on the order of, I believe it's 86 grams of sugar and 250 milligrams, or however you measure it, of caffeine in it. Yep. Which is like a shot of espresso has like 60. And these are bottomless beverages
1: yeah they originally had it just out where you could refill things yourself yeah so people were just getting up and getting more lemonade yeah the supercharged lemonade not realizing what they were consuming yeah they may have thought like oh it's got antioxidants or like i I don't know if people necessarily knew it was that i mean even if
0: even if you knew it had caffeine i don't think you would Immediately assume that it had five times the amount of caffeine as like a cup of coffee.
1: So, you know, people were getting one cup or maybe two or three. Yeah. And then, you know, consuming 750, 800 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. And then uh, wondering why they were. It was like they were launched into space.
0: Yeah. Keeling over with heart attacks.
1: Yeah. So don't drink the lemonade, Dan.
0: All right. I won't.
1: Don't I'll, I'll probably have a tea.
0: Drink I like nice in tea.
1: lemonade, stick with the cokes and the teas that you're used to. Wow, sorry,
0: that was a real hit.
1: I apologize to. Was it TLC?
0: Don't go chasing waterfalls.
1: Yeah, is that TLC? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right.
0: I think so. Well, now I'm suddenly waiting. Is it Destiny's Child or is it TLC? I think it's TLC. I think you're right. Oh, turns out if I just type waterfalls into Google, I don't immediately get the answer to the song. TLC. Yeah. Yep. that's But what Dan, I thought. Hmm? is that all that's happening? Well, Maureen Johnson, I'm glad you asked. Not really. Not really glad you asked. But it's fine. Uh, this weekend, Maureen, over in the steaming shit heap that is the remains of Twitter... Elon Musk welcomed Alex Jones back on the platform. Not simply by reinstating his account, as he's done with many, many, many shitbags before this, but by personally hosting a 90-minute audio chat with him. Over the course of that 90 minutes, Musk and Jones were joined by Republican presidential longshot, Vivek Ramaswamy, Michael Flynn... Who I I had not heard shit about in a long ass time. Matt fucking gets conservative nutbag. Laura Loomer. Oh, good. And uh, influencer, internet influencer, Andrew Tate, who earlier this year was charged himself with rape and human trafficking.
1: He had Andrew Tate on as well. Yeah. Oh, Christ. That's a short list.
0: Oh, God. Last year, when he took over Twitter, Musk said that he would never reinstate Alex Jones because, quote, he had no mercy for anyone who would use the deaths of children for gain politics or fame.
1: Yeah. Just to be clear, he he in uh, one of the many things he did was really um, focus on and use the dead children of Sandy Hook. Uh, claim that they weren't really dead. Yeah. Uh and target the families.
0: Yep. Who then yep.
1: sued him uh, for how much was it? It
0: was like a uh, billion dollars. They, they were finally awarded more than a billion dollars. Yeah. And Musk, you know, took the hard stance that he wouldn't do it. But desperation and brainworms do a lot to a person. And so instead, there they were on a call where Musk asked hard-hitting questions like, quote, denying the murders of children, that's not cool at all. So just what exactly did you say and what was going on with that situation? And what, what was his answer? Uh, I'm not going to really dignify it, but it basically, you know, he said he was just saying what other people were saying. And, you know, what's going on with that situation is certainly a a matter of public record, because he is on the hook for more than a billion dollars, even though he is currently holding that all up by trying to declare bankruptcy. This, of course, Maureen... Comes on the heels of Musk endorsing various anti-Semitic conspiracy theories over the last month, which then caused a whole bunch of advertisers to run for the hills. Which it was sort of surprising to learn that they still had advertisers at all, but yeah, uh, a whole bunch of companies said that they were gonna they were gonna jet. That led Musk to uh, first at a New York Times conference. Tell all of the, his advertisers to go fuck themselves and say that he hopes they don't come back. Mm-hmm. And then specifically to Disney's Bob Iger, who had been at the conference and had spoken earlier, he repeated and told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. Weirdly, Disney has not come back to advertise on Twitter, which has led him to go now on multiple anti-Disney rants. What? Why didn't they come back? It's weird, right? Mm. Anyway, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Maureen Johnson. What? It's time to get the fuck off Twitter. I know. Here's the thing it's not good. I know. And it's actively bad. And the owner is one of the leading drivers distributing far right messaging at this point. Let's not forget that Tucker Carlson broadcasts on Twitter and is paid for those broadcasts. There are multiple alternatives now. They are all shitty. I will not. uh, 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 But the thing is, we're chasing a thing that doesn't exist anymore. I know. Good Twitter is long gone. Bad Twitter is long gone. Now it's just this literal, actual Nazis and people that won't leave.
1: I don't know that's entirely true. Because the remnants of, I there's still a core group of people that I talk to regularly that are there. Yeah. Um, I block, I actively block the rest. Yeah, and aggressively. Yeah. I feel like I'm like in a noir movie
0: where I'm like
1: like a like a private eye. It's like working, and you you see like the crooked blinds and the the cigarette smoke, and I'm in the alley. Yeah, this is my neighborhood. (laughs) Like an alley cat, you know, just like a scrappy alley cat. Yeah,
0: but it falls apart when you realize that the alley exists in part because of the alley cats that are in it. Yeah. Right? Like you're helping the alley by being an alley cat in the alley. But my desire to talk to people. I know. I get it. But it's bad. It's a bad place. And good people in a bad place reinforce that bad place.
1: I'm doing my best to to shift everybody over.
0: Yeah. It's taking time. But here's the thing. Not everyone's going to go.
1: I know. know. at,
0: At a certain point, that's just how it goes. There's a lot of author people over on the threads now. I know it's a lot of author threads happening. I. It's see. also
1: taking the time to learn like the learning yeah. space in the brain to rebuild networks Oh, totally. It sucks. All of it sucks.
0: But also Twitter is fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it, the air is coming out. Yeah. The patient is not doing well. No. Do you think it's at all salvageable?
0: Not in its current form with its current if, ownership. If no.
1: they got, if, if Musk left.
0: I don't know. I think I have a, a theory that this whole, that whole era is ending, right? What like era the way the era of everyone in a, on a single platform chatting with each other. I just think right. that's done, right? Like I think that Twitter imploding and then refusing to die uh, is sort of the equivalent of a fever breaking. You know, I mean, this is me, right? This is me. I fucking lived on that thing forever. Now, every day I'm like, what do I even have to say? Like, like, and why would I say that anywhere or there? You know, like there's just, when you finally break it, I have found that it's very hard to kind of reform the habit because I don't quite know why I had the habit, you know? Right. But, um, but there are good folks on the various other platforms. The big problem is there isn't, a, you know, the sort of critical mass. Like there are, like Blue Sky is fine. Feels like a lot of people auditioning for a role in like funny Twitter. Um, Threads is fine. It's like kind of like when Twitter got a lot of brands, like Mm. it's that era of Twitter. Uh, Mastodon is fine. Like they're all fine. And then there's this just sort of realization of like, oh, I don't think anything's ever going to be what it was. But Twitter also isn't what it was. So that's my thinking. But mostly this dude is not just shitty. He is bringing the worst people back Into prominence.
1: It is some sort of like League of Villains that's.
0: Yeah. But they're they're running it. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the League of Villains clubhouse to hang out with my friends. Right. You know, at some point you got to not go to the League of Villains clubhouse. Because they're still the League of Villains. And then they have a big sign out front that's like, see, we're not the League of Villains because look at all these people at the clubhouse. Uh, Maureen Johnson books on Instagram. (laughs) There you go. Anyway, I think that it it is hard to leave. I just think people need to start really actively moving on.
1: Well, I have been trying. The thing is also that it takes time. Oh, yeah. To collect up information. Yep. To make sure I'm kind of I'm trying to retrace steps, find people, you know, who was I talking to? Who did I follow? like just trying to put that all back together again?
0: Yeah, it's hard. And it's especially hard because Twitter's made it impossible to pull anything out from there anymore. So you can't just recreate it. But I'm that trying to. It's done. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to find people I want to make sure to keep in touch and just move to a different platform or get contact yeah. information or, you know, I'm trying to do all of
0: that. Totally, totally. <sighs>
1: Especially if you're an author, Dan, and you have to make sure to maintain all of your stuff.
0: Oh, I know, I know how it goes. It's not great. It's not great. It definitely, yeah, it's not great. But it is horrible bringing Alex Jones back. If that isn't a last straw,
1: that's tough to hear.
0: I mean, I, I guess, I guess if they started airing like executions, maybe that's. Oh, like that's live not be streaming far. executions. Yeah, but that wouldn't. would be. Otherwise, uh, uh, the
1: Andrew Tate. That's also
0: tough yeah, to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad over there. Anyway, speaking of other bad people, Maureen... Good, but this one's a little bit more of uh, good things. Okay, all that right. That are happening to bad people. Okay, I thought that. Uh, I thought that the kind of heartwarming holiday fair that we might be able to get behind. Finally, is the rapid implosion of the Moms for Liberty.
1: Oh, uh, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because Martin, we have talked about the Moms for Liberty before. Uh, they are the Florida based group. They rose to prominence as one of the leading voices pushing against COVID protections in schools before they pivoted to pushing racist agendas to ban teaching black history and finally finding their real groove in mm. banning LGBTQA plus books across it's good. the country. It's, and, just, it's good to find your thing. And leading the charge on anti-trans youth legislation. Right. And over the last few years, they have racked up a lot of W's in, <laughs> in all of this shit. But in the last couple of months... They've been on a surprising tailspin. Starting on election day, 2023. Yeah. Just nary a month and a bit ago. The Moms for Liberty, whose key move is to get members to run for school board in order to get their book bans and other hateful shit through. They lost 70% of the races that they they ran in. hmm, <laughs> hmm. In mm-hmm. Iowa, the Moms for Liberty endorsed 13 candidates in school board races, but only won one won. In Central Ohio, most candidates for nearly three dozen school board races who had been endorsed by the Moms for Liberty and other like-minded groups lost their races. In Minnesota, the Moms for Liberty-aligned Minnesota Parents Alliance endorsed 44 candidates in 20 districts and saw most of them lose. In your own Bucks County. Hmm. Democrats won the Central Bucks County School District by ousting three parental rights supporting Republicans as well as the school board president. The board that had been tossed had previously imposed a number of conservative policies, including one banning books that it deemed controversial, as well as banning pride flags. It also required teachers to alert parents if any student asked them to use a different name or pronoun. Two other Bucks County boards saw their Moms for Liberty members tossed as well.
1: Yep, including um, some very close to where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm very familiar with this this Bucks County this Bucks County issue. Uh, a lot of Bucks County again is a real swing area. A lot of weird stuff bubbles. It has a lot of polarization. Yeah. So not
0: it's not surprising to me that this is going on there. Yeah, but it's great to see in one fell swoop. Oh, they got their asses handed to just them. Just absolutely handed to them. In fact, the, the losses were so bad that the conservative Brookings Institution, in kind of uh, uh, writing up the the fallout of the election, wrote, quote, voters see that there are candidates on the ballot who are supported by Moms for Liberty, and now we're in a world where people are going to be to actually go out to vote against those Moms for Liberty candidates just because they're associated with Moms for Liberty. My biggest takeaway is that I think the Moms for Liberty brand has changed over the last couple of years in a way that is undermining the chances of some of the candidates that Moms for Liberty supports.
1: So it's a real kiss of death.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the thing that's interesting is like this group found it was founded in 2021. <laughs> it's 2023 now. Yeah. Like that is a That is a fast ass ascent. Yep. And now we seem to be on the fast descent.
1: This is a real jumping out of the airplane situation, but without the parachute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I've mentioned on the podcast before that I read this book, Fever in the Heartland, about the KKK in the 20s. And uh, one of the many, many histories of the KKK that has been totally memory hold is that there was an entire women's auxiliary called the Women's KKK. That's nice. uh, Yeah, that they started up that had hundreds of thousands of members. And, you know, would march. They wore the white cloaks and hoods and all that shit. And their platform and the Moms for Liberty platform sounds the same. You know, it's about teaching traditional things and about, you know, and 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 the interesting thing to me is you read this book. And again, it is it is not an easy read, uh, though it is a. It is a fast read. Um but one of the things that is shocking is how fast the ascent was and then how fast the descent was hmm. of this same group. And it it feels a little bit like a, a, a historical echo happening, you know, in in the way that this group has just flown up and then crashed down.
1: Hmm. I mean, that is a that is a very nice thing to hear. Yeah. That they, that they tend to ex- just really, like a rocket, like, a, like an Elon Musk rocket, they launch and then they explode.
0: Yeah, I mean, what it seems like to some degree is the sort of overplaying of hands, you know, just sort of like, it seems like a lot of what happened with the Moms for Liberty this election cycle was sort of They their agenda went far beyond what the folks that were like, well, yeah, parental rights is important, you know, meant like bringing in, you know, faith based consultants on on school policy and all this shit that that a whole bunch of other parents are like, wait a second. Hold on. What? Like, I just thought you were saying there was, you know, pornography in the library. Which, of course, there isn't pornography in the library, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, more and things have gotten demonstrably worse for the group. Yay! In just the short weeks after the election. Uh, They were forced to remove two chapter leaders in northeastern Kentucky. This is actually directly in the area that I am currently working on a podcast on. um, Because they posed for and flashed white power symbols with the Proud Boys at a conference that they spoke at. There was a whole bunch of reporting about this, like it hit the AP and stuff like that and it was like, oh, they they appeared at a conference with the Proud Boys, right? And then there would be like little mentions of like, oh, they post the you know, there's some photos of them with the Proud Boys or whatever. And then there was a, there's an independent reporter news organization based in um in Florida, right? Cuz this is where the the group is. Uh, it's called, I believe, it's called the Space Coast Rocket, right? Like it's it's located mm-hmm. in the like Cape Canaveral area, and this dude is like, I am I am a fucking dog on the hunt for these motherfuckers, <laughs> right? Like, nice. The amount of Moms for Liberty coverage he has done is astounding, and he's the one that broke this story originally, and then it got picked up by AP and stuff like that. Anyway, he published the photos, and it's these fucking Moms for Liberty people wearing Moms for Liberty shirts. Standing with Proud Boys, wearing Proud Boy shirts, all flashing the fucking white power OK symbol. So they had to very quickly dump those chapter heads and dump the pages of the chapters even but after a couple of days. Then just a few days after that, a pastor who was the, quote, faith-based coordinator for the Philadelphia chapter was as- exposed as a registered sex offender. That train is never late. Yeah. And then suddenly rolled up to co-founder Bridget Ziegler. And I want to couch this to say that there is going to be a a mention of sexual assault in this. um, But we're not going to get into any detail of it. Uh, Co-founder Bridget Ziegler is now caught up with her husband, Christian Ziegler, who is the head of the Republican Party in Florida. Uh, they are caught up, he specifically is caught up in rape allegations after he was accused of raping the third member of what had previously been apparently a consensual 3 relationship between the three of them, despite all of her fucking anti-LGBT shit. Details are horrible. We are not going into them, but the hypocrisy, Maureen, Mm -hmm. that this woman and her husband have been railing against queer youth have been in some kind of bisexual relationship is both completely unsurprising yep, and also completely infuriating all at the same time.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes, I agree with everything you're saying there.
0: Yeah. She has since been removed as the VP of the Leadership Institute, a conservative organization in Florida. Uh, She is actually on the school board of the Sarasota uh, public schools. And uh, the head of that school, who is also a conservative, is now calling for her to resign. Ron DeSantis has called for her husband to step down. He has refused to do so so far. And more because apparently all of these stories roll up to Disney. So Bridget Mm -hmm. Ziegler is also on the board of the sham oversight committee that Ron DeSantis put in place. After Disney spoke out against the "Don't Say Gay" uh, law that she helped write, right? So she's been on, she's been on the the what is it called the Reedy Creek, or no? Oh, the Re- that, that's the-, the old name, the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Committee. She is on that committee. She was
1: the Reedy Creek Redevelopment Committee. Yeah, that was the there. original
0: name. That was it. that was when Disney ran it. Now it's when DeSantis took it over. It's the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Committee. Anyway, she is on that board. That board has been trying to kind of prove externally or at least to muddy the water that they were created for reasons other than just kind of political retribution. Uh, and so they have been working on this very large sort of study of the Reedy Creek board before they came to show how you know, how necessary their their creation was. And they debuted it last week and she no-showed the debut of that. Because she is so embroiled in all of this other shit.
1: Yes. It it people that uh, there's uh, it, it it the it it's it's like an arrow through my heart. But it's you know especially because it's Philadelphia. There's always someone who's like a sexual offender. They they love getting involved in this stuff. Oh yeah. Like they just like they're moths to the flame. Um, yep. That tr- again that train is never late.
0: Never. Ever. Ever. Never ever ever late.
1: Ever. Uh so yeah. It's it's <sighs> Yeah, that this stuff has happened so much in Philadelphia and in Bucks County and things like that again, you know, I've been really I t- and it's so involved in what I do it because yeah. I they are exactly they are targeting me and everyone I know. Yeah. They're targeting readers. They're targeting everybody, but they're specifically going to take out the works of you know. I'm very intimately familiar with this. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the women that originally targeted me back in the day down in Florida have been part of this. I'm sure. Um. Because they were they were early organizers for this kind of bullshit. Yeah. I should find out. I've I've long forgotten. What their names were but i should see <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good you um know, you know fuck them and forget them right it always like comes just,
1: from it always comes from florida
0: <laughs> yeah it does seem that way yeah the The interesting thing is that the moms for liberty they originally were founded so this this uh bridget ziegler woman was on the sarasota um school board the other two co-founders um both ran for school board uh, for, you know, COVID you know, related reasons and lost, right? Like they didn't win even then. And they were like, well, fuck this. We're starting our own organization now. Like, um, yeah, that was so, it, I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything, but, but Akil and I talked to the publisher of this uh, Space coast Rocket guy and he was like, yeah, the, one of my main problems with them is they're losers. <laughs> like they couldn't actually win shit. Over and over again, they couldn't win shit, and so instead, they created organizations to sort of undermine and and uh, and leverage, uh, you know the you know hmm. people's basis instincts. But it turns out that only worked for about one election cycle. Now we're seeing that pendulum swing the other way. Good job. I, people. Sometimes
1: I wonder if how many of those people are people that wanted to be writers and mm. never wrote or never, yeah. yeah. I think that that may come like, because people that try to ban books, um, again, long experience, they often, they don't have a lot going on. They, it's, a, it's, it's a deeply attention-seeking behavior. Yeah, It's when people that are trying to ban books, how do I put this? They just want to be noticed because right. maybe they don't have, there's something missing for them yeah and they really want to be seen doing something, yeah um every time like they' yeah I've never I've yet to meet one that seemed to have a good sense of self and a lot going on otherwise
0: yeah yeah
1: it was it was more like I, I need everyone I need everyone to look at me.
0: Well, I mean, I think it was the Washington Post that did a whole big study this year. And discovered that like 60% of all book bannacrests across across the U.S. Mm -hmm. are made by 11 people. 11 people,
1: yeah. It's like a weird hobby. Oh, yeah. It's just a twisted hobby. Right. Just get better use of your time, people. You could go and hang out with the foot perbs. There you go. They're just looking at people's feet. Yeah. Giving them good ratings like okay feet. Like, you know, really perking up people's day.
0: It's true. It's true
1: the nicest thing anyone ever said to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> they could just go to Michaels we just went to Michaels Maureen
1: ah uh, Dan I showed you an email because I, I get know. I get emails all the time it's like paid partnership you right know, it's always like we want you <laughs> we want it's I get a lot of them for dog stuff I bet uh, a lot for dog stuff I never take I never look at any of them but I got one the other day from Michaels boom. And that was the only one where I stopped and went,
0: oh, wait a minute. That's a big upgrade from when Gordon's fish sticks came to you.
1: Yeah, Gordon fish sticks. Uh, I forgot about Gordon fish sticks. Uh, like a dietary, like basically an anti-gas supplement. You know, like, sure. a, hey,
0: you want to advertise intestinal supplements? I just like the idea that you, um, you would accept that like endorsement deal. And then you'd just be on kind of Instagram every now and then being like, I just feel so not bloaty right now. Like, thanks. Not th- bloaty at all. It's me, Maureen, not bloaty Johnson. Thanks be gone. Yeah. No more bloat for me. Uh, but Michael's, Michael's yeah, we sent me one,
1: And that one, that one was tempting.
0: I bet. I bet. Cause also we went and boy, everything is expensive right now at Michael's. Really? Yeah, I mean, actually that's not true. Some of the craft stuff was nice and cheap. Uh, The thing that was truly staggeringly expensive was all the Christmas Village stuff, which I swear to God is about doubled in price from what it was just a couple of years ago. So
1: Everything is very expensive.
0: Yeah, that is how it goes. But we were there. We were picking up some like uh, little crafty things for the little one to make for for Christmas gifts and things. And uh, as we were walking around, a a manager came up and was like, Here's a coupon. They handed (gasps) us a 25% off everything coupon. Yeah. Yeah. Hero. Then it was like fucking supermarket sweep. Let's go. It's time. And he just sat in the back cackling going, my plan worked. Yes. These people are walking out with about $7 worth of craft stuff. And now, now I've got them.
1: They're they're up to $19 (laughs) right now.
0: I think we spent $37.
1: Oh man.
0: I know. That was cuz yeah. we did we did buy a Christmas village thing cuz you know what I found? What? A little figurine of a of a of a kid coming home from college being greeted by the dog. And I was like, this feels uh, yeah. literally okay. like yeah.
1: fate. Yeah, you have to yeah, you got to do that.
0: Yeah, it was like a little kid they had a big suitcase that was labeled like state. <laughs> so you knew they were from college. Otherwise, it's just a person with a suitcase.
1: That says state. there's a state. There's a whole state in there.
0: Anyway, so that's, 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 we're getting ready. Teen comes home on Thursday. You excited? I am excited, except that I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I'm going to be gone until Friday. But, but, uh, but yeah, uh, we are excited. He's home for three weeks. Are he and the
1: little one going to share a room?
0: No, he moved, he moved, we moved him into the basement this summer.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot.
0: So he's got his own nice space down here. I will end up waking him up probably a few different times when I need to also work and be on calls and things. (laughs) But, uh, you know, that's life in a tiny little tiny space. Your house is great. It's fine, but it's small. No, it's not. It is actually, but, uh, we are very excited to have him back. Yay. It's going to be great. And I did. You're last, heading to the UK. I had
1: a dream last night. I was I went to Chicago to visit you. Well, that's um, fun. But I compl- in the dream I had completely forgotten that I had gotten on a plane to Chicago, and I was just walking around some street somewhere, going, "Did I mean to come to Chicago? That's good. Where <laughs> that's
0: am I?" Perfect. That's good. Perfect. I well, will be
1: going to England next Sunday. Man, we got the whole schedule. Go- I keep. Thinking it's far off, and then I'm like, "Oh wait, I'm going
0: next week." Yeah, it's soon. I I feel like the and this happens. I feel like every year, but I am definitely having that moment of like, "Oh shit, the holidays are real soon." Yeah, felt like they were forever ago. Part of it said, I'm going to be gone most of this week, you know, and then suddenly I come back, and it might as well be the holidays, right? But um, but yeah, it's suddenly it's happening fast.
1: Well, well you guys, if you're in a pinch. Nine Liars coming out December 19th in paperback.
0: That's a good gift for anyone.
1: Not too expensive. Yeah.
0: People that want to read, people that just have like a wobbly table that they need to stick something under a leg.
1: Give it to a Moms for Liberty member and tell them to go fuck themselves.
0: They're that person.
1: Read this. Fucking just throw it out.
0: Just in the face. Yep. Take a book to the face. Book to the face. Anyway, Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon. We're pretty much every Sunday you get this all over again. Uh, if you give it the five or ten dollar month level and that ten dollar a month level gets you a sticker in the mail because you become a member of the Says Who sticker club. What a good club that is. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us uh, at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. Who knows how long that'll be true? Uh, uh, at Says Who at omfg.town on Mastodon. You can always email it, hey, that's H E Y at Says Who Podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at Slash Group Slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to run the fan run discord, if you want to join the fan run discord server, that is, you can always run it, they probably need people to help run it. You can go to tinyurl.com slash says who discord. Whatever you do, spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And uh I when do you think our next episode is? Now that I'm getting to that part of the uh, notes and it look. suddenly hit me. So you can join us guess what probably not next week yeah and probably not the week after that which means you can join us in 2024
1: oh my god
0: yeah yeah wait,
1: wait 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 no we can't we can't have this be the last before going into 2024
0: i mean i think i think that the numbers have it
1: All right. Well, then we'll have to cover that in the bonus episode.
0: (laughs) Yes. But yeah, I think I think I have a plan. We'll cover that in the
1: bonus episode, but we'll make the bonus episode available to everyone. Maybe next. Maybe we'll throw it on the normal feed next week. That's fun. How about that?
0: That's a fun idea.
1: Okay, there we go.
0: All right. Look at that. Maureen couldn't do it. I was like, fuck it. Let's just take two weeks (laughs) off.
1: Well, we were going to record the bonus up anyway, and I think that we just need to talk about going into 2024. I All don't right. think we can do that without addressing it. We were going to be doing it anyway, so we just give everyone the bonus episode. All right. That
0: sounds good. All right. There we go. There you, there you have it. So you will hear from us yeah, over this holiday break. But the official says who, the one that, like, you know, is real. You know, we've done like 170 or 180 episodes of the
1: town. Dan, now. we started this 2024, it's... will mark you know, we'll be going into our eighth,
0: eighth year. Yeah.
1: And we were supposed to be eight weeks, mm-hmm. eight episodes.
0: This is episode 315. It'll be fine. Anyway, so, so we're there going will into be... our
1: third Trump candidacy. Trump. Yeah, we are. Eight years third trump yeah. candidacy
0: yeah yeah so uh you will see some says who in your feed over this holiday time but uh we will officially be back in our normal weekly setting january 3rd but we'll get but yeah we'll give you, little,
1: give you a little holiday special yeah you'll
0: get a little something something
1: the, the 2024 preparatory special <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. The 2024 Preparatory Special.
0: The Preppers episode doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. No. It doesn't matter.
1: Nothing's going to work in 2024. Just ride with it.
0: Anyway, (laughs) from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker.
1: For in from New York City for now. It's true. For now.
0: For now. Anyway. Ding, Ding dong. This has been Says Who. That's it? You're not saying yep. anything?
1: Well, just, well, I just uh... just leaned
0: forward like she was just getting back to work now.
1: Well, goodbye, everybody! No, just right in. The other day, he just hung up on me.
0: I did. <laughs> we were done, I was just like, click.
1: <laughs> he's usually he's usually much more like, well, you know, and it just I was about to say something, just what
0: I have been really busy lately, is I think the main thing. Mm-hmm. Like, every fucking thing is happening all at once.
1: So you just shut me down.
0: So I just it's had fine. to run to the next thing.
1: And he said, fuck you, Maureen, and he hit the button.
0: Nope. Done. Done with her.
1: Hey, just one second. I oh, heard no. something earlier. Uh-huh. I heard something about feet. <sighs> something about okay feet?
0: Nope. You must I, have been no, listening to something else.
1: No, I definitely was listening to this.
0: And no. I definitely
1: heard something. No. And I was very, very yes. interested.
0: I'm sure no. I heard it. Nope. Don't think so. Must have been something else. I'll
1: be listening. Oh you know cuz I like to hang out with the pervs. <laughs> those foot pervs, those are some of my best friends.
0: <laughs> I bet. I had a bet. That checks out. <laughs> that's my that's my circle. <laughs> mm.
1: 2024 baby, only two two Sasuvia sleeps away.
0: <laughs> Yipes.
1: We're going to be fine. Are we?